Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Well, as we do weekly, we award an MPC Masterclass Performance of the Week. Thank you to Property Brokers for getting in behind this. Of course, Property Brokers, New Zealand's family-owned provincial real estate company. And uh, I'm the judge, jury and sentencer. And this week, I have chosen honours performance from the weekend, Ruben Love, the Wellington fullback. And he joins us now. G'day, Ruben. Hi, Morena. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, Great effort against Auckland. I guess going into that game, um, putting 50 points in them would have been one of the furthest things from your mind. Yeah, I, I guess the, the score probably doesn't really reflect the game. We just wanted to go out and express ourselves and we worked pretty hard during the week to um, put out a performance that would, would advance us to the final. And like obviously we haven't played Auckland in a few years, so we don't really know what to expect in the game. So I think we did pretty, pretty well at adapting. Um, to how they came out in the first 20 minutes and um, trying to keep the foot on the play. I guess one of the hardest players to talk about when when I when you talk to people is themselves. But your game has improved nicely this year. Are you happy with how you're tracking? Um, to be honest, not really. I feel like there's a lot of areas personally that I haven't um, excelled in that I, that I would have liked to. And um, but I've been working really hard with a few of the boys here, like Tamali Ellison. TJ and, and him on the scudder and they've helped me a lot um, both on and off the field so uh, happy not not really um, I don't want to ever become complacent in this environment and I want to keep working um, to be to be better for this team and, and bring us to high heights but um, I'm happy with the teams there I'm happy that I can help this team get, get to the final and to have a starting a starting position um, as well so this season has, has been pretty cool to, to play more minutes the the cool thing about your game, just as a as a viewer, as a spectator, is your ability to just play what's in front of you. You haven't had your rugby instinct coached out of you. We see a lot of people come into programs and and they lose a little bit of flair and, and their their sniff of the gaps and that sort of thing. Is that something that's been encouraged just to play what's in front of you on on a personal level? Yeah, that's a good point and a good question. I feel like you do see it. Because obviously I've been a viewer my whole life. You see some players come in to the, to the um, pro league and um, after a few years they kind of tone their game down and a bit of that uh, X factor and uh, gappage and stuff like that. But for me, it's just, just around making sure that if I'm trusting my gut and um, like if, if I pull the, pull the trigger and I can deal with the consequences later on. And um, my, my father's been a big help as well. Uh, he, he was a rugby player, and he just he just wants me to to back my heart, and if I see something, then go for it. Interesting, you bring up your dad. Actually, in my first year at secondary school, he was the fullback for our first fifteen in Palmy Boys, and so he's <laughs> quite well known to me. And he had a bit of a say uh, in a roundabout way for you to choose rugby over cricket. I, I've been um, told of a, an interesting story when you thought you were going to cricket practice, and it didn't happen. 
Yeah, do you want me to elaborate on that? Yeah, on elaborate on that, Reuben. Uh, yeah, so I, I think it was it was my third or fifth form um, at, at Palmy Boys, and I wasn't too keen on, on playing rugby. I, I just wasn't enjoying it, and I was I was really having a good time with my cricket, and kind of thought that's the way I wanted to to go. And um, so one morning I just uh, I didn't sign up for rugby that year, but I didn't tell my dad. My dad was on the board of trustees, and he somehow found out that I didn't sign up for rugby, even though I, I told him that I did. And um, so one Saturday morning, we just got up and I asked him if we could go to the cricket nets and, and do some training. So um, yeah, I got changed, got into my like, cricket clothes, and was, was chuffed on a Saturday morning that me and my my father get to go to the nets. And we uh, as, as we're driving to the nets, we we actually passed like where the, the training field and, and the nets are and I asked them like where, where are we going um, like, this isn't the cricket nets that we're, we're going to like I know this road and um, we ended up at a rugby field where the like the under 16 B team was or some of that they were just playing an invitational team from Australia and um, we basically just stopped in the car and he said you can either get out and walk home or you can go out there and play so <laughs> <laughs> didn't actually sign up for rugby but he just managed to, to sweet talk the coach or whatever to, to let me jump on for a bit and yeah jumped on for the other 16 B's got got a hiding from some Australian invitational team and unfortunately just had to stick with them for the rest of the year and, and keep playing rugby but in hindsight that was the best thing for me it kept my love for the game going just because it wasn't a social team but we just had a good crew and um, yeah just, just went hard at the end of that year and the first I think um spot kind of opened up the next the year later. I guess dad's no best, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, when, when you're 16, you, you think quite the opposite. So <laughs> you think you know everything and you're invincible. But yeah, I'm real grateful to have um, just such a supporting father that's helped me my whole life, really. As a kid, did you go and watch these games? And, and I guess when you were a kid, it was the likes of um, Tana and Christian. Um, it was just a highlights yep. package in the Hurricanes. Did you used to go to those games with your dad? Yeah, well, we never re- really went too much when I was younger because um, I grew up in, in Waikanae on the Kapiti Coast. But I remember for my 10th birthday, um, the present I got from my parents was, uh, I think it was like four, four tickets to the Hurricanes versus the Reds and, um, at, at Westpac back when it was called Westpac, but now Sky Stadium. And um, I've, I've still got photos. I got photos of John Schwalger that night and Aaron Cruden with me and my two best mates and my younger brother, Logan. And um, I just remember the, the feeling of walking um, on the concourse with my dad and, and my two best mates and just, just watching the game, the, the electricity in the crowd. And um, I just remember it was the best birthday present that I had. And um, I guess the, the dream kind of started um, from, from that day. And were you like most kids, like myself included, when you're around that age, posters of players on your wall and stuff like yep. that? Yep, 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 immensely. I mean, my, my old room when I was young, we just had Wellington Lions posters everywhere at Wellington and in, in the Turbos, because uh, obviously my dad was in the, tur- uh, in the Turbos, oh, the one of the two teams a long time ago. And, um, the Hurricanes posters, the Marley All Black posters, All Black posters, I had all of them, honestly, all of them scattered across my room and... Um, any any rugby merchandise I could get, I just wanted to get my hands on it. So do you do you take time to think back to the to the ten year old, twelve year old you that sort of looked up at that? And now I guess it's an understanding that there's ten year olds out there that look at you like that, and it can be an uncomfortable type of situation, but um, it, it it helps you be grateful for where you are at the moment. Yeah, it does, and I'm to be honest, I'm grateful. I grew up with with um, 
without social media and, and the things like that, how easy it is to, to get a grasp of um, things nowadays. And <clears throat> back then, the, the closest I could get to, to these guys was going to the game or to you know get a poster and something like that. And I think back to the the times where I'm just playing outside in the backyard, chipping and chasing like Corey Jane and, and stuff like that. And <laughs> those were like the best times of my life when I was younger. Um, and, and the impact that rugby had on my well-being as a kid um, before I even knew what mental well-being was. It just made me happy. And um, my mates and I just, just used to you know, spend all our time just kicking a ball around, passing a ball around. And um, yeah, yeah, those are the best times of my life. And if I think back uh, to... For the ten-year-old kid that, that went to the Hurricanes games, it's pretty cool to to now, you know, be the be the kid that walks down, to the, or be a man that, that walks through the tunnel and gets to play out in front of those kids that now come and watch. It's a beautiful circle of rugby life, isn't it? And um, mm. you know, you will be looking up in the stand and you'll see your ten-year-old and you think, man, I mean, it's not that long ago that was you. <laughs> yeah, not too long ago, and I got asked yesterday from from one news um, about the two thousand final between Wellington and Canterbury. And, if I remember the game and had to, had, had to let the interviewer know that uh, I wasn't born when it happened. So, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't too long ago I was, I was going to the Hurricanes games, yeah. Um, you've played Canterbury already this year and it wasn't a, an attractive scoreline, 43-10. Mm. Since that game, you've really kicked on as a unit. What What's changed within the team to, to just be, I mean, you guys are flying at the moment. What changed? Yeah, round two, obviously, we played Canterbury, got a hiding, and then <clears throat> a week later, uh, we played Northland in, in Porirua Park um, at home, and that was a big homecoming game, and, and we lost that as well. And I think from there, you know, you know how it is with the uh, rugby environment, it's not a uh, great environment to be in when you're losing, but um, I guess from there, we just got together a lot of more meet, a lot more meetings and conversations um, took place around the, the answer um, to all of our goals and, and successes is in the circle and like no one out, outside of the circle is going to help us do it. So I think that, that really brought us together closer as, as mates off the field as well because I feel like when you go through hardships uh, with people, you, you just connect on a deeper level and uh, we just wanted to work harder for each other. Um, the, the extras crew at the end of trainings grew bigger. <laughs> yeah. Just little little things like that just um, sort of fell into place and uh, and just the, the tight games that, that we've lost in the last few years, we've really grinded out. Um, like in contrast to other years, we would let the game slip at the end of the game and, and end up losing them. So, yeah, we, we just wanted to have the nothing-to-lose mindset, go out there and, and play for each other. And it's sort of a luxury, I guess, on the back of those two losses. You can look to people like TJ Piranara, like Nehi Munoskara, Julian Savia, the, the experienced wise heads. Must have been nice to have them to lean on. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've they've been around a long time, and they've they've been through so many um, probably same emotions that, that we're all going through now as the young ones. So they they've been huge this year, just uh, in terms of leadership, and because obviously we're a young team, and we've got a lot of young guys, and, and they've really directed uh, directed us uh, well and helped us bounce back from from those early losses. Um, you must have been delighted the All Black 15 was named and, and your name popped up. Uh, it's a nice reward, but you sound like a guy that's not going to get too excited about that. It's an opportunity, and you want to make the most of that? Yeah, yeah, that, that's um, a good summation. That's all it is, is an opportunity. 
to be honest, I'm not thinking about it a lot um, since it's been named. Um, my job last week was to, to play well against Auckland, and now this week it's, it's to, to bring a championship home to Wellington. So I'll face it when it comes. But yeah, obviously it's nice to be, I guess, in the upper echelon uh, in, in terms of, of players around the country, and that's what you want to strive for. But yeah, like I, I want to um, lead lead the Wellington team to a high height, and um, I'll, I'll face it next week when, when that comes. And I think it's cool you've got the day off today, even though it's finals week, that as a team you can go away and just um, internalise a bit and do what you want to do. So what does a what does a day off look like for you three days out from the final? Yeah, it usually just consists of um, coming into the facility, um, having a, another workout to try to work on my speed and stuff like that and some skills. I'm pretty fortunate my mum's got the day off work as well, so she's coming. Uh, to Wellington, so we're going to catch up for lunch. And uh, but in the afternoon, I'll just be spent um, recovering, just watching over the tape um, from trainings, from um, the Canterbury games, and uh, I'll go into the sea for for recovery some later on as well. Awesome, Ruben. Well, uh, congratulations on uh, winning the Masterclass Award from last week. Um, the only thing you can do is win it again this week with a, with a performance that you and your teammates will be proud of. I know all of Wellington will be behind you. Um, it's a tough ask going to Christchurch and playing Canterbury, but you'll all be aware of that. Um, see the gap, sniff the gap, take the gap, eh? Yeah, that's all. We'll, we'll back our instinct and deal with the consequences later. So we, we just want to, yeah, like like you said, make the Wellington fans and Wellington City proud. So thank you. Awesome, Ruben. Congratulations, mate, and we wish you all the best this week. Cheers, man. Have a good one. Cheers, Mark. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.